Are you feeling anxious, overwhelmed, and drained? Because I am, and I'm trying to take it day by day. And I wanted to share with you some of the things that I do and that I continue to do to help me manage my emotions in these uncertain times. I'm Laura Labuda, and I want to welcome you to the Purple Chair Podcast. I want to welcome you into my purple king, queendom, queendom. I'm trying to retrain myself to say that, queendom, because I am the queen of my purple. And we are on episode 11, and I'm so grateful that you're here. And I'm such a feeler, I can feel it all. Um, I can literally feel the oozy, icky off of people. And it's a whole lot to deal with. And that makes me an empath. And you're probably like, oh, okay, well, what is that? Well, maybe if you are one, you can definitely understand what I'm about to say. And if you've never heard it before, well, welcome to the club. Um, so a long time ago, I don't even know a long time ago. I was a hairdresser at this point and I was working in my mom's salon and I know that I talk about her salon a lot because it's my only other point of reference other than my purple chair. And so it was a room of, like it's one big area of salon chairs and there were like, you know, a whole lot of hairdressers, six or eight hairdressers which means there are six or eight people in those chairs at any given time. And so what was happening to me is that when this stylist over here had their appointment come in and they were having a bad day, not the stylist, the person in the chair, they would come in, they would sit down. I could feel across the room that they were having a bad day. I had no idea what was happening at the time because all of a sudden just like in an instant I would be immediately having a bad day for no reason and then they would leave and I would feel fine it took me so long to figure this out and it happened so many times over and over and over and over again for me to like understand that I was starting to be able to take on other people's emotions like they were my own which is there's, I was chatting earlier, there are pros and cons to it. Um, I'm not going to say that it's like the best thing in the world, but I'm not going to say it's like the worst thing in the world either. Um, because if you can understand it, then you can manage it. But if you come into my salon and you sit in my chair and you are having kind of a stinky day or you're not in such a great mood and I'm like, oh, hey, how you doing today? And you're like, oh, I'm fine. I can see right through it because I can feel it. And in this whole world that we're in right now, there's so much uncertainty, so much unknown that people are literally walking around panicking on the inside, but they're not expressing it on the outside. And I feel each and every one of those emotions. I went shopping at, the last time I went to the grocery store, I went shopping at Publix. It was 
two weeks ago now. I haven't been in a grocery store in two weeks because I just can't put myself around people. Um, and it was right at the beginning of all of the, it was the day the president spoke the first time to let us know what was going on. And I was like, okay, well, if this is happening, this is the time that I need to go to the grocery store because it's about to get crazy. So I went immediately and, um, it was a good timing because it was still really stocked and there was toilet paper. I hope you have enough toilet paper. But as I'm walking around, I can literally hear the panic in the the monkey mind of everyone else. I can't literally hear like what's going on in your brain, but like there's an underlying sense of doom for everyone and that's heavy. <laughs> it's so heavy. And being in an industry where I touch people, it just kicks it up a notch. Because not only am I around those people in the grocery store, if I had touched one of those people in the grocery store, I would have had a panic attack on my own. Because it's, sometimes it's that intense for me. So I do take a lot of um, precaution. Is precaution the word? Yeah, precaution. Um, I do a lot of protection things for myself before I go out and about and do the things because um, I, I have this like fight with my left brain, right brain thing. Like, well, I'm going to do this, but is it really working? I don't know. I'll explain that in a second. So, um, I had a friend who was in an accident and he hurt his arm and he was in the hospital and we were going to visit him. And while he was, while we were on the way up to the hospital room, before we got in there, my arm started hurting in the same place that he had his injury. And when we got into the room, I didn't know which arm I knew he had hurt an arm. And when we got into the room, I, it was the same arm that was hurting on me that he had injured. And I looked at him and I know this is going to sound crazy, but here it is. I was like, you take that pain back. You can have it. It's yours. I'm glad I could hold on to it for a few minutes for you, but it's not my pain to deal with. It's your pain to deal with. I can love on you, but that's for you. So that's a little bit about what an empath feels and what it feels like to be one. So sorry, mom, because I know it's really exciting to raise an empathic, super high emotional child. You, I tried to get her to come on the podcast today and uh, talk to you about how crazy I am. But so that was a call to my mom. Come hang out with me on this podcast. You have a lot to say. So Fast forward through, I went to the grocery store, I'm feeling all the feelings of all the people and nobody knows which way is up, down, left, right. And um, I think later on, the next day or the day after, I was sitting on my porch, watching the sun go down, watching like the sunset in the sky and the birds. And I was trying to take a moment of Zen and um, You guys, I'm so crazy. I love it. I'm probably going to call myself crazy about a thousand times. I know that I'm not, but sometimes it just, it feels that way. Um, I was chewing on lavender because it's one of those things that's really calming when you come into the salon 
and you're here for your service. I love to offer you a hot towel of lavender while I do your conditioning. So deep massage, uh, scalp massage with a hot lavender towel is definitely going to be something to help you calm down. Um, so lavender is one of my go-tos and what I love to do with it is put it in, um, so I have the dried herb of lavender and I have a little muslin bag and I like to take a deep breath of lavender, but in this case I needed more and so I'm sitting there with this dried herb and lavender in my hand and I'm literally like trying to like breathe it in and I'm like, you know what, I'm going in for it and I just like chomped on it and then I felt better. So yeah, <laughs> I wanted to give you guys a list of the things that I do. So first and foremost, lavender is my go-to. Lavender is great for calming and soothing and relaxing. I know a lot of people utilize lavender essential oil. I like to obviously chew on lavender. Um, I put it in my tea. Um, I also drink hot tea with chamomile because chamomile is also very relaxing and calming. So those are my two things that I, my go-tos. Um, the other day when I was having a, I can't lie about this. I've had several, I don't even know if they're melt meltdowns. Moments of uncertainty and not knowing what I'm supposed to do. So I have a very trusted friend that keeps me very grounded. And um, when he showed up and set up the camera, we came up with a plan, uh, a plan of action. And coming up with a plan in a time of not knowing, it's like cleaning a mountain of a messy room. It's like, where the hell do you start? But when you have another person that's a sounding board to be able to create a plan of action, so it is really a great way to calm those nerves and to calm that monkey mind because then it gives you action steps and things to take care of. Because if you're anything like me, being an empath, I like to keep myself busy because then it, all that stuff that's up there that keeps going and going and going, it kind of like ew, slows it down a little bit or I'm able to ignore it. I don't know which one is which, but um, so coming up with a plan for what's happening, even if it's a to-do list to clean my house, it's still a plan and it gives me a way to focus my energy. Um, when, um, during all of this, up, down. I feel like I'm on this roller coaster of, I want to give it a name. It's like tornado uncertainty roller coaster because every day is so different. Um, we're all going to get through it together. I keep saying it, but it's because I need to remind myself of it. I have several um, crystals that I love to use for times like these. And they're like, I have four go-tos. One, two, three, four. Well, maybe five go-tos. Um, my first go-to is black tourmaline. So this is a piece of black tourmaline. If you're watching, I'm holding a piece of black tourmaline. And it's in a rough form. 
This is actually a piece of tourmaline from a really good friend of mine, and it's really heavy and very grounding. Um, it's black, and I also have it on my um, bracelet here. Some This is polished tourmaline, but tourmaline is grounding. Let me check my trusty book here. So I don't forget. So the keywords for tourmaline are grounding, protecting, and realigning. Soothing, grounding, strengthening. Um, it has a stabilizing anchoring effect as it is closely related to the root chakra. You can also, I didn't know that, I learned something right here, right now. You can carry tourmaline when traveling to reduce tiredness, jet lag, and disorientation. This is a very disorienting time. So, um, so I got this piece of black tourmaline from a really good friend of mine, and it was at a period of my life where I felt extra floaty and extra, like, ungroundedness, and it actually used to be much bigger than this. She, um, she carried it in her car. And uh, she gave it to me and I carried it around with me for several days because I needed to feel more grounded. And especially in this time, like now I'm pulling it back out and really connecting with my black tourmaline. So she gave it to me because she knew that I wasn't feeling grounded and I held on to it for so long that I it, it broke. So now it's like a third of the size that it used to be. So it just like crumbled. Did its job though. Um, another uh, crystal that I really love to utilize in a time like this is green adventuring. I have a green adventuring ring that I got from downstairs. <laughs> so lame. Terrible joke. Teacher joke. I have a tourmaline mix uh, bracelet that I have on my wrist here. And so I, I've decided that um, while we're going through all this, madness and crazy and uncertainty that I'm going to wear these three and not take them off. Um, so adventuring, the keywords are balance, tranquility, and stability. This, this is a, uh, the essential guide to crystals. It's like my go-to trusted version or trusted book. I don't know if you watched the last episode, but there's a man behind the camera and he's distracting him sometimes. I'm going to bring him in here one day. He's going to sit on this side of the camera with me. So back to the crystals. Adventuring. The keywords are balance, tranquility, and stability. It calms and stabilizes the emotions. Encourages a positive outlook. Um, green adventuring is one of the best balances for the heart chakra. So I'm working on the root, I'm working on the heart. It promotes spiritual growth and gratitude for what you have. So in this journey of uncertainty, I don't even know what to call it. Well, you know, at, at the end of it, we'll look back and say, that's what we'll call it. So stay tuned. Um, Keeping a gratitude journal is 
really important. So what I like to do is either start my day or end my day by saying or writing three things that I am super grateful for because you can shift your mindset when you are grateful for something. So in this moment right now, I am grateful for all those of you that have reached out to me, checked on me, asked me how you can continue to support the shop through this because I'm not taking appointments right now. I'm currently not taking appointments until the 1st of April, but that's tentative and um, praying for that to be the case, but we're going to take it day by day. So I'm grateful for those of you that have reached out to me. I am grateful to have an opportunity to educate and talk to you and encourage you and comfort you through this time of crazy because it's what I'm passionate about. So doing hair is what I love to do, but people are my passion. Um, I am grateful that I have an awesome family who is super supportive. My mom, my dad, my extended family, my husband and his family always support me in everything I always do. So even in those three things right there, my mindset has shifted instantly. I already feel a little bit lighter and a little bit more happy. <laughs> so green adventuring. So that was, what did I do? Tourmaline, green adventuring, um, amethyst. Amethyst is always one of my favorites because uh, duh, it's purple. I've always loved amethyst. I have so many pieces of amethyst. It's like, and I've been given so many pieces of amethyst because it's purple. It's one of my favorites. It's literally probably my favorite. I don't even have my most favorite piece in here. It's somewhere in the shop. Um, but my other, my third bracelet is amethyst. So amethyst. Oh, that's such a pretty, beautiful stone. I made bookmarks to make it easy, but... Nothing's ever easy. The good things are never always easy. The keywords are integration, spiritual calm, and healing. So that is precisely what we need right now. We need that calm. We need that healing. Um, it encourages self-control, calms harsh emotions, and again, it brings stability. And it's 2020. It's supposed to be the year of stability. It's a number four. I also love numerology. Um, hmm. Amethyst um, is also very balancing. And speaking of balancing, <laughs> just like segues are perfect. A lot of the, um, the one thing that really does bring me calm and brings me back into the present moment is, uh, my yoga practice. I have gotten away from it a little bit, but since I've had more time, I have been really diving back into yoga because it is what calms that monkey mind and that brain. Because once it starts going, it's like, it just keeps going and it just keeps going and like one thing leads to another, leads to another and then I'm riding this wave of crazy emotions and don't even know how I got to the point of being so like anxious in the first place. So yoga and through my yoga practice, 
um, something I utilize a lot. Um, maybe you've seen me do it in the shop. I know all my students have seen me do it at the school and definitely Rachel has seen me do it about a million and a half times, but I love alternate nostril breathing. It's like my secret to calming myself down. So what alternate nostril breathing is, is that you are going to breathe through one side in and then breathe out on the other side. So you take your thumb and you plug the, stick with me through my left and right here because I'm working through a mirror and I'm always backwards. So right side nostril and then you breathe in from the left and then you hold it and switch and breathe out on the right side and then breathe in on the right side and switch and breathe out on the left side. And that would be one round of alternate nostril breathing. I recommend like eight to 10 because it's really going to increase the amount of oxygen in your body, which is going to also help calm you down. Uh, it'll slow your heart rate down and put you in that rest, resting mode. And you know, when people tell you to breathe, you're like, yeah, how? Well, alternate nostril breathing. That also brings me into a huge moment of calm, especially when I feel like my heart is racing. Um, so I've mentioned adventurine, tourmaline, amethyst. Oh yeah, selenite. I love some selenite. It is like, this is my selenite wand. I love it, it's so beautiful. So selenite is, the key words are expansion, release, and cooling. It clears away darkness and shadows. It protects us from harm and blame. It unblocks stagnant energy, um, shifts negative emotions, brings clarity of mind, and expands consciousness. So it's a really great um, crystal to meditate with. I have a lot of it around my shop. It's all. I also dub it my aura cleanser. So like, clean out all the energy. Expelliarmus. I've been watching a lot of Harry Potter lately. Oh, holding a natural crystal wand of selenite can help purge the day's tensions as well as painful memories that are difficult to release. So very releasing. I think these are all great tools for right now. Um, and my last little crystal that I have on the table is a blue lace agate. And I really love this one because of the shape. To me, it looks like Mother Mary and baby Jesus hanging out together. But it also fits perfectly in my hand and I use it as a worry stone. So when I'm feeling anxious, I hold on to it and rub it.
A couple other things that I really love to do to help me reduce my anxiety is I love to burn sage. If you've been in the shop and it's kind of like smoky and smells kind of herby, it's it's not what you think. It's we're burning sage because it clears the air and it raises your body temperature, which can help, you know, fight off some things. Um, but to me, it clears out all of the negative energy. And what I was talking about earlier is that that left brain and that right brain kind of fight with each other in the that I want to believe that these things have the ability to do the things that are in these books and say that they're going to do. But really, it's like a lucky rabbit's foot. Why is a lucky rabbit's foot a lucky rabbit's foot? It's because you deemed it a lucky rabbit's foot. It's because you put that energy into it. So yes, I pick these based on their meanings, but I also have them here as a reminder to keep myself calm, to remember to stay grounded, to know that I'm safe. Um... The last few things that I'm going to do to, and that I continue to do and then I strive to do to reduce my anxiety is social media timeouts, healthy eating, eating fruits and vegetables. Look, I eat the chocolate cake too. I'm not going to lie. Um, love on my fur babies. I have the biggest, fattest cat in the universe, Mr. Bodie and little Beep. Um, she's the tiniest cat that ever lived. Um, so love on your fur babies, pet them, ignore the news for 10 minutes and love your babies. Uh, watch a movie. I've been diving into Harry Potter. Like it's my job. Um, exercising and dance. I've had a hard time getting motivated to do, to dance. And I think it is because I'm so energetically drained with all the things that are going on. Um, are you, I want to hear from you. Are you feeling energetically drained and what are you doing to protect yourself and fill your cup up? This is a time where um, I usually am pouring into others and I'm really trying to pour into myself right now so that when we do get back to business as usual, I'm able to pour back into you. But this is just a little minor speed bump in the road. So if you have suggestions or comments I would love to hear from you and what you guys are doing so um I think that about does it for me today so I want to thank you for being super duper amazing and I love you all I'm keeping you all in my heart I'm sending you all the good vibes I can for health and healing and being well so if you want to know what's going on with the purple chair in my little hair salon, in my little purple queendom, uh, check us out on Facebook and Instagram and our website, thepurplechairsalon.com. Thank you. Have an amazing day and get some rest. <laughs>